the notion of find your passion in life is low-key toxic. It puts a lot of pressure on people that feel lost. It presumes that everyone is supposed to make a huge breakthrough and in innovation in the world, which isn't realistic at all. Not everyone's supposed to be the next Steve Jobs. Welcome to the Lo-Fi Talk Show, the show about casually do conversations. I'm your host, Brent, and the show aims to elevate you and inspire you to reach your highest heights. I believe everyone is able to achieve their own greatness. If you've been a fan of the show, please rate it if you haven't already on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get more exposure and helps me out with the algorithm. I do write a little bit on the side at lofithoughts.ca if you're interested to read more about what I have to say on other topics. Today's episode is about passion. Everyone talks about how you should follow your passion and dreams in life. But to be honest, it's not always the most logical. Thanks for tuning in to episode 6 of the Lo-Fi Talks podcast, and I hope you enjoy the show. Should I follow my passion? Who am I to say that I know the answer to this question? I don't have any credibility to stand on. I'm by no means someone that is deemed successful in society's eyes. I don't have status. I don't have money. Every single day, I question if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm on the right path, if I'm living my life with intention. This year, I discovered my direction in life, I think. Like universal calling pointing me a certain way. How do I know it's the right way? I don't know, actually. But I decided that I'm going in that direction. That's for sure. The topic of passion is a lifelong debate. It's something that is commonly spoken of among successful people. Many self-help books say to follow it like your life depends on it. Well, does it? This episode is about how I personally try to tackle a titan called passion and how I interpret it in my day-to-day life. Passion is defined as a strong and barely controllable emotion. I consider myself to be passionate about many things. I love video games, especially the esports around it and the competition. I recently got into basketball in the past three to four years. I'm a huge fan of the Raptors. I'm a caffeine fiend. I drink about three to four cups a day. I like fashion, you know, feel good, look good, all that jazz. And I'm a bookworm. The world of books is so, so, so fascinating and has changed my life in so many ways. I have many interests, and should I pursue all of them? The answer is yes and no. When you have a lot of passion, hobbies, and interests in your life, it's kind of detrimental. You feel like there's an unlimited amount of doors in front of you. Choosing to open just one puts a lot of pressure on you. It's almost impossible to choose. But just because you open one room, that doesn't mean you can't take a look at the others. I highly encourage you to investigate your interests, your current hobbies, new hobbies, new passion, an interest that died out when you were younger, but now it's possible to pick it up again. While you do this, keep in mind that you have to be grounded and practical, especially if your goal is to make a living and figuring out your career. I think, throughout your 20s, you have to start discerning and understanding the difference between your passion, hobbies, and interests. 
you have to explore and see what's good. Be realistic. I used basketball as an example last episode, but I'll reiterate again. Safe to say I'm never going to play professionally for the Toronto Raptors, or any team for that matter. But if I have a love for basketball, I'd make it work. Find a way to work in the sports media, a sports psychologist on the team, or a team, certification to be a trainer, make high school basketball mixtapes, post them on YouTube. I don't know, maybe be the water boy or the person that sweeps the floor after every play in the Scotiabank Arena. You know what I mean? I feel like there'd be a way in if I so chose that route. All right, I won't be in the NBA. What else can I do with my life? This is where I think you really have to know yourself. Reflect heavily and ask yourself questions like these every single day. What do I like and dislike? What am I really good at? Like, you would say you're better than the average person. Let's say, top 75 percentile. And if you're unable to answer these questions yet, ask yourself, what can I do for others? I know it's a big question, but it's an important question too. And it's very likely you do not know the answer. This is a lifelong, evolving question. I feel like if you can't answer any of these questions, that's because you haven't put yourself out there to know exactly what it is you want. You have to start experimenting now and start doing stuff. So, what are you really good at? But what if I feel like I'm not good at anything? I don't have a passion for anything. I'm going to have to disagree. You're the best at being you. You have your own set of experiences and your own perspective on life that has value. I encourage you to discover that value. Look at your interests. Even the most niche and quirky thing about you can be used in some way to be of value to someone in this world. And then, you profit. Somehow. But you have to go and find it. The notion of, find your passion in life, is low-key toxic. It puts a lot of pressure on people that feel lost. It presumes that everyone is supposed to make a huge breakthrough and innovation in the world, which isn't realistic at all. Not everyone's supposed to be the next Steve Jobs. The way life is portrayed on social media, everyone says to follow your passion. I mean, even I'm saying it to an extent, but there's a harsh reality to it. It's not always the most practical, logical, or even guaranteed that it will work out. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, has to say this about passion. Don't follow your passion. Follow your effort. You may be passionate about basketball, drawing, design, whatever, but where you spend your time is a better indicator because that's what you're typically good at. And nobody ever quits what they're good at. And when you're good at it, you tend to get better. This can lead you to take the more traditional route of having a standard 9 to 5. A 9 to 5 gives you security, for the most part, and a reliable way of income. It gives you routine, structure, and a standard way of living. There's nothing wrong with it, actually. I mean, most of the world is working on the schedule of 40 hours per week. It's proven to work in the past and continues to be a standard in the West. If you're working 40 hours per week, I hope, 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 hope to God that you're interested in what you do, in the least. Time is the most important currency we all share in life, and you have to cherish it. Four years ago, I remember reading a lot of self-help books, such as Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frank L., Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I still read the genre today, as you can probably tell. 
I was reading relentlessly, hoping that some words on a page could speak to me enough that I'll find my passion and purpose in life. In a way, it kind of worked, but I was seeking something that couldn't be found. I would read book after book, trying to find my purpose and see if it'll jump out of a page and tell me what to do. Brent, in this life, you're meant to do X, Y, and Z. And unfortunately, that never happened. I would think, every single day, what's my purpose in life? What am I passionate about? What am I meant to do? It would kind of eat me alive. And to this day, to an extent, I still ask these questions. Like, what if I never found my passion? Would I be depressed for the rest of my life? Am I disappointing my younger self? I felt like the answer to all of these would be yes. I would be extremely sad and disappointed. Again, this is my personal opinion. So this is what happened, and this is how I got to where I am today. I started aligning myself with my personal interests to see what would jump out. I worked at stores that I actually cared about. For example, books, indigo, espresso, coffee, H&M, fashion. Although H&M is not really fashion, but you know what I mean. And then I started things that I've always wanted to do because I had nowhere else to go. I started writing. I started a blog. I read more books with intent to learn and curiosity. I asked my friend to borrow his camera to see if I could start a YouTube channel, which I still want to do. I asked my friend for podcast equipment recommendations. I seeked advice every single day. I reflected over and over and over again. And by actually taking actions in my life, realizing no one else is going to help me or hold my hand throughout this process, I started gaining small blips of confidence. You can't play a spectator in your own game of life. You're the main character, and you're on this path to the unknown. But you have to take that first step. You have to be active and live with intention. I understand finding your passion is sort of toxic. But what if it really worked out in the end? There's a sliver of hope that most of us cling on. A lifeline, a drive, a motive. Keys to the door of the lavish life we always see on social media. Do you believe in the good life? You definitely do. You've seen it on social media. You've seen it in movies, documentaries, in stories, and in real life. But what it really boils down to is this. Do you believe in yourself to have the good life? Look, I can believe in you as much as the next person. I can believe in you as much as your significant other. But you have to believe in yourself. Every single day, we cling on to hope. We hope that there will be food in the fridge. We hope that our car will turn on so we can get to work. We hope that Rogers doesn't drop the ball so we can message our friends and family. We hope for many things, more than we can comprehend. But nonetheless, every single day, there's hope. So what if you had hope every single day that you hope it will work out? Whatever goal you have in mind, that might be a new car, a new job, a dream career, the love of your life, think. What is it that you desire so badly? Think about this for a couple minutes. Five years from now, you've made it. You figured it out, that you're truly living the dream. Picture your dream scenario and what it looks like in detail. The color and the interior of your car that you want and how the keys feel in your hand. The layout of the interior design of your dream loft or house. 
the digits in your bank account that make you realize you'll never be struggling for the rest of your life. How do you feel? Well, I'll tell you right now, it feels pretty fucking amazing to know that it all worked out. It makes your journey, it makes the process, and it makes the present day at ease. The stress is gone, all your worries, doubts, and fears, you eventually overcame them. You automatically feel great. Now, what if you emulated this feeling every single day? Even for a small part of your day, a small sliver of hope that you can hold on to, that it is somehow possible that you are going to make it. The odds are stacked against you. Life keeps throwing you curveballs. Life keeps knocking you down. That you've literally begged for help. But guess what? You fucking did it. Before this year, I felt I was merely just existing. I was just floating in existence. I didn't really care and felt like I didn't have purpose. But now, I think I found something that I'm interested in and I'm passionate for. I feel like my life has turned a full 180. And your life can turn a full 180 as well. What I'm recommending is to take action, believe in yourself, and hope. I have no other choice but to believe in myself, believe in my capabilities, and believe in what my parents see in me. And what if it doesn't work out in the end? This podcast may never get any monetary value. My writing may never make it in the real world. But fuck it. At least I'm trying. Thanks again for tuning in until the very end. I hope this episode helped you gain some insight on what passion is and if you should follow it. I know everyone's situation is different in life, but you only got one shot at it. I genuinely hope you find something that you'll enjoy as a career. That way, you'll never work a day in your life. Please share the show if it resonated with you on social media or with a friend that you think would appreciate it. Until next time, stay curious in your day-to-day life.